Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy's Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. We are Cavan Podcast. Because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the McAvoy's Super Value GA Podcast brought to you by We Are Cavan. On today's show, we're going to be looking back over um, a wonderful occasion in the Cavan ladies' um, football calendar. Massive attendance in Kingsborough Breffney for the senior final between Crushlaw and Mullahorn. Crushlaw coming away with a victory 118 to 3 goals and 5. We'll also be doing our predictions uh, for this weekend's Cully's Craft Bakery Junior Championship semi-finals and the quarter-final, the one remaining quarter-final in the Hotel Kilmore Intermediate Championship. As always, delighted to be joined by Paul Fitzpatrick. Paul, back to work. Back to the grindstone. Yeah, back to reality. F- full at it. It's... Um, it was it was a good break, but yet even in your break, such as your dedication to the sport, you still go to watch football matches. Yeah, busman's holiday. That's called busman's holiday. I love yeah. the idea of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't get to the ladies' final, but by all accounts, it was an unbelievable occasion. Yeah, like do you know what? And I, I I was just disappointed. I was on there on Northern Sound, so I didn't get a chance to get out and tweet about it. But l- literally, the the covered stand was was well over three quarters full. And a nice spillage over onto either side of it. You know, I've I've been at I've been at championship senior championship semi finals in Cavan in the men's that wouldn't have had that number at it, you know. So I I'd challenge anybody to have a look out there and see if there's another county final in ladies football that would have a, an attendance of anywhere close to two thousand. Yeah. Well I suppose looking from the outside in, it's a perfect storm in that two big clubs there with big support. Like Mullahorn and Crushlaw in the men's football would have huge support and the ladies and both of them were trying to win a breakthrough title as well so yeah, it was a novel final in that sense because Lacken and Lorgan were the dominant teams for the last True, few years yeah. and weren't in it so you might have got some neutrals in there and there's so many good players on those teams like the, that even though they might have picked up casual casual fans would go along and say well geez, I know some of these players and yeah, yeah, so many county players. I think nine county players on show. You know, that's that's a huge percentage of of your panel of your county senior panel. So it was um, it definitely is, and like in the men's senior finals, like we've had lots of finals where there's been very few yeah players in it. Like yeah, it's it, it's a contrast. The game itself very interesting. Like obviously, young guns from uh, Crushlaw coming up, having made the final last year, they showed no nerves, which was something that that you'd have. If you're from Mullahorn, you'd have been hoping that maybe the occasion might just get to them a wee bit. But like when Mullahorn banging two goals after the opening point for Crushlaw, you kind of think, oh gosh, this is this is going to be the game now. It's going to be Crushlaw working exceptionally hard and Mullahorn being able to score goals. But Crushlaw just dominated then for the remainder of the first half, um, getting themselves into a good scoring position time and time again and being able to take points, which is, I suppose, the difference maybe between the two sides. Yeah, well... I was at the final last year. It was played up in Ballymacue and um, Lorgan and I thought that they were just physically stronger. I know physicality is not as big a part of the ladies' game as it is in the men's, but Lorgan were physically stronger last year, a lot more seasoned. Crushlaw probably maybe caught in the headlights a wee bit as well. Um, but I did think that that time, not just saying it now, but I did think that they were they looked like a team that might go on and dominate 
because mm-hmm. the, their age profile and like loads of talent there. Like, and you see the, like like Marin, C- Marin Cusick, for example. I saw her playing for Loretto, and she's absolutely brilliant, brilliant poacher. Mm-hmm. And like she missed out with a cruise ship last year. She's back, and you have like the likes of Lauren McFeety, Shauna Lynch, Nas Board, um, quality quality players like. Yeah, that's it. And another quality player, the player that picked up player of the match was Kira Finnegan. I cut up with her after the game. Time with Kira Finnegan after Crystal's first victory in the senior final from 2016, 2019, and, and now top of the pile. It's some journey. Yeah, well, it's, it's been a long one. <laughs> Started back in 2016, we won the Intermediate B, and then looking on next year, we went on to win the Intermediate. Last year, we missed out in the in the final loss to Lurgan, so we said we'd bounce back faster and better this year, and thankfully we've done that. So, In the game today, Mullahorn getting off to a great start, two early goals, but Crystal didn't seem to be bothered by the pressure, just plugging away at the points and, and got themselves back in control. Yeah, we kind of expected that they'd be goal-hungry all day, so we said if, they did, if we did concede a few goals, we wouldn't panic, and that's what we went on to do. We didn't panic, we went on to kick a few points down the other end, and just tipped over our scores, didn't worry about them scoring, trying to cut them out as much as possible, but you can't always do it. They sneak a few in every day, so just lucky on the other end of the field to get their scores. Yeah, well, not not just lucky, being very, very accurate. I made it that the first wide Crusoe had was in the 22nd minute of the game. After 10 points in a row, it, it was phenomenal shooting. Oh, well, if you say it like that, yeah, it's just get the right girls on the ball down the end of the field and not panic, just... Make sure you're kicking it right, I suppose, over the bar and just take the right shot from the right spot. So You definitely, you were number 14. Most people expect that's in the full forward line, but you didn't stay in there. No, I kind of drifted out around the field a bit, just ball hungry, kind of just wanting to get on the ball myself and leave a bit more space inside. So just get out on the ball, do a different job sometimes and sitting inside moving, so... Try our best, anyways. And still managed to get forward. I think you finished with was a seven or eight points, a phenomenal tally. No, oh, I don't know what it was, but look, it's just the girls doing all the, the hard work on the field, just getting it to the right girls as well, up, up in front of the goals. So it's a credit to the rest of the team. The ball doesn't just come up and magically happen or fall into our hands. So it's a a really young Crushlaw team. You know, I presume it's it's a matter of building on this again, though. That that now you won't want to let go of that cup now that you have it. No, well, when you have it, you want to hold on for it as long as you can. So there's a lot of work being done at the underage as well, and it always has been. So that's credit to everyone in the club as well. The hard work's been put down, put in at the underage, under 10s, 12s, up the whole up to minors, and then into the senior panel. Like we had a, a number of under 16s coming into the panel there, just bulking up trainings, and girls got on the feed there, finished out the game for us. And it wasn't just today; it was for every other day as well. Miners under 16 is coming on and finishing the game strong for us, so it's very important to keep the underage structure going as well. well. It's a hell of an achievement. Well done. Delighted for you. Thank you very much, Jimmy. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. 
a super uh, a super performance by Finnegan because you, you mentioned before the interview there about you know maybe Crushlow were bullied a little bit last year or physically they weren't weren't up to the standard at Lorgan Rat. This year I heard comments after the game about look it was refereed by by Tony Gregory like a like a man's game. It was physical, you know, and you'd have expected that the physical stakes would then suit Mullahorn because they've some big strong players that are usually able to do it. But tactically what happened was Crushlaw set up to deny the the scoring spaces. So um when Ashton Shorten or Geraldine Shorten got the ball, it wasn't a case of them beating one or two players and then having a run in on goal. They were gonna have to beat six or seven players because Chris Lowe were so well set up. Kira Finnegan being key to that, even dropping back out from full forward to come back, help out the defence and then break at the other end the athleticism that Chris Law showed and, and Kira Finnegan typifying it with I think finishing with seven or eight points, you know, phenomenal, phenomenal display. A young team showing the maturity to be able to to work in that system. Yeah, well, it'd be, it's going to be very interesting now to see how they go on at Ulster because it'll be a big boost to ladies' football in Cavan if if a team can go on and, and do well in that Ulster senior championship. They've done quite well in the junior and intermediate in different years, mm. but never really made a big impact or any real impact at all in 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 the senior uh, ladies' club competition. So that's the next step now for Crushlaw. Yeah, the next step for Cavan football because they um they they are dominant on the rage in schools in 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 county football, you know, were are very close to being dominant. Definitely the they're they're the they're the mighty power in it. But they've got to go on and get some Ulster titles at adult level, whether it be club or, or county, but um, no, well done to Crushlaw. A, a really good display by them, and commiserations to, to Mullahorn. Possibly, before I do move on for Mullahorn, they they need to find some point scorers. You know, they, they were over reliant on goal, three goals and five points. You know, it's eight scores. It's it's not going to be enough. And and while um, Joanne Shorten and goals for Crushlaw pulled off a couple of very good saves, it still wouldn't have been enough for Mullahorn to win. They needed to stretch out that Crushlaw defence by kicking a few points, pulling them into areas that they didn't want to defend, where, whereas knowing that Mullahorn was able to go for goals or wanted to go for goals the whole time meant it easier to, to defend against that tactic. Mm. You know? Well, you know, the last time we got to the final, they, they got a heavy defeat against Lorgan, and then they, they were missing a lot of players then, I think, in the, since that. So right. they've regrouped their back and they were a lot more competitive now. So like Mullahorn, I don't think, would be going away anywhere either. But I think I spoke with Finney and Farrell actually and, and he made the comment to me that look the two best teams in the county are in the final you know that was before the, the county final last Sunday and I thought that was a an interesting comment now you know people say Logan were missing a number of players this year but he's right the two best teams were in the county final and, and it's important for Mullahorn now to cement that place there you know keep ahead of a Logan or a Lacken or a Templeport or Killigarry whoever it is that's coming and uh, and and stay in in connection, I suppose, with Crushlaw because Crushlaw, you're right. They have the age profile that could go on and dominate, but yeah, and the big numbers there, like and and uh, yeah, it's gonna be very interesting now. But that's what you want. You need a rivalry. That's what yeah. that's what attracts attention. Definitely do, definitely do. So moving on to the um, this weekend's action, and we'll start off with tonight's game in the Hotel Kilmore Intermediate Championship. Uh, Balanya taking on Cuhullins. A strange time for a throw in. Paul um, Kingspan Brefney seven fifteen, but it's a double header. Yeah, it's it's strange. The second game's a quarter, quarter nine, which is yeah. which is I don't remember a game ever starting that late before. No, no. Um, but I I think that it, well, obviously the All Ireland replay messed up the schedule. But 
I'm surprised the game wasn't fixed for a Wednesday or something like that. But I, 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 I think the clubs was, had clubs had the chance and and they opted to play it this tonight, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, that was a Wednesday didn't suit one of the clubs or something like that, and and then it was changed from the Wednesday to tonight. So it was, I suppose, extraordinary circumstances that 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 forced it to go this way. But it's uh, it, it is where it is and it is when it is. the The question is, who's going to win it? <sighs> Give me your thoughts on force. <laughs> Um, do you know I, I, I I've I've seen I seen Balanya once this year. I haven't seen Kuhollins, and and I know you were mightily impressed. So much so that you went to them three times. Not nothing to do with your geographical location <laughs> that you're lazy or anyway. I wouldn't I wouldn't. Um, uh, only one of those games was in Virginia. To be fair, now. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I I actually just took a look. I'm gonna have another another look here uh, now while we're talking. But I was looking at the odds earlier on. And oh yeah, Balanya are massive favourites. Yeah, did you see that? The yeah, it's three to one. That's right. Like, that that's, right. that's a huge price, and it's wrong. I think. I think I I don't think there's that big of a gap between them. I look at I I have to say I do think Balanya are possibly slightly ahead. Um, you know that that they're just a bit more seasoned. They've played Division One football this year gone by with with the current crop of players. So and. I think that they have a nice mix of youth and experience. I could understand them being favourites, but not three to one. No, that's that's it's a big price. Um, I th- I think there was a question mark about Evan Doughty's fitness. This game was put back, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, and I think I think Balian had a wedding, and rumour has it that Collins were quite happy because maybe Evan wasn't a hundred percent. Yeah. So right. it's going to be interesting to see if he fit tonight because he has been playing the football of his life. He's playing out of his skin. And along with Brian McGee as well, playing really well. Um, Hollands are always worth backing at, at that kind of money because they're a very hot and cold team. We often talk about that on, on this podcast, and they're still like that. I think mm. they're, they're probably getting a bit more consistent now, but um, a team with, that, with, with good forwards that can score is always in with a chance. Balinado, like they've got good forwards too. Like obviously, the two Smiths have been scoring heavily, and um, I know mm. they've lost McDermott and McAvoy, but they do they do have a lot of quality. Park Riley's been out of his skin. Thomas Moore seemingly in the form of his life as well. So, mm. Cormac Timoney is 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 county senior form. He's playing that level of of. So he'll go and he'll nullify somebody, whether it be Evan Dowie or or. Don't know if he'd be big enough for Brian McGee. Like the, the Brian McGee matchup is going to be interesting. Will Will Pork still have the legs to to stay with Brian McGee? Well, Brian's not the, not the fastest player in the world, like. But he covers a huge amount of ground. Yeah, yeah. I I I think Podge will mark McGee. You think uh, that'll be the matchup? Yeah, yeah, I do think that'll be the matchup. That'll be a good that'll be a good battle. I it know, will. I know Pork Riley's been playing very well, but McGee, like we talked about him in recent weeks on the podcast, playing outstanding stuff. Like, again, probably county standard. Yeah, uh, definitely the way he's been playing, without a doubt. Yeah. Definitely is worth is worth look back in there. Um, the only question mark I have about Cullens is the defence. I I just think they might be a little bit loose at the back, and I, I doubt based on that I'll give Balnia the nod. But I I wouldn't be surprised with any result here tonight. I, it's not a very confident vote, but I am going for Balnia. Yeah, I I um I'd be inclined to agree with you, and and I'd have probably. Balanya anyway, but if if there is any question mark over Evan Dowie, that's that's a big big blow. Even and I, not to over egg it maybe, but last year going into the county final, Evan Dowie was injured. 
he came off after the semi-final and then in the final wasn't right. And the Coo Hullins we've seen in the county final last year wasn't really Coo Hullins, you know. So without Evan Dowie or without a fully fit Evan Dowie, Coo Hullins are, they're a different animal. Um, and for that reason, I, I'd go with Balanya as well on this one. So uh, it's it's a double vote of confidence for Balanya. But like we say, all those listening up in Mullet, we've been known to be wrong in the past. So we'll, we'll keep it. I listen out to that one. Um, it's I, on. I, I've got a I've got a South Africa Collins now. I haven't covered them so much. I, I know all the players now. I don't even get to know the supporters and right. see the same faces <laughs> in the crowd every weekend. I nearly found myself cheering for them the last day. So I'd like to see Cajonas getting getting over the line tonight. But I, I think it's going to be a big ask. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I think so too. Um, so quarter past seven in Kingspan Breffney tonight, Friday the thirteenth. Uh, Friday the thirteenth. Didn't realize that. Could be lucky for some. Um, Moving on, sorry, just to let people know if you want to get our predictions on the Hotel Kilmore Senior Championship quarterfinals and relegation playoff, which takes this place this weekend, head on over to patreon.com forward slash we are Cavan, um, where we have additional podcasts there for the tiny little fee of five dollars a month. It's very, very good value. Um, into the Cully's Craft Bakery Junior Championship semi finals. Both taking place on Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock in Kingspan Breffney and then at 3 o'clock. The first one is Killing Care against Muncher Connacht. Martin Sexton is the referee on this one. Uh, Muncher Connacht won it the last day. Should have, they're bound to win it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I was explaining to a friend of mine from Donegal about Killing Care. We were, he was eavesdropping on a conversation a few of us were having and someone was saying, like, Killing Care have to win it this year. And he was saying, asked me what was the lie to land there, and I was saying, well, they, they got to an intermediate final, they lost it by a point after a replay. They went down the following year, they got the junior final, lost by a point after a replay. They're now back in the junior semi-final. In the meantime, they've been promoted to Division One of the league. And I was saying, if they don't win the junior championship, like it, you'd have to start saying what's going on here because you know they should be operating at a higher level, and they've, they've proven that. Um. Yeah. yeah, look, they're going to be favourites against Munch Connacht. Munchie's after hitting form the last few weeks now, in fairness, but Killing Care, I think they were they were due a bit of luck, and they got their bit of luck the last day, and they worked for it as well, but yeah. um, they rode the luck, got a couple of soft goals against Not Bride. I think Killing Care for me. Yeah, I, I was chatting to a man who, who's been in an awful lot of games this um, this year or this summer at club level, would would know a lot about football. Incredibly impressed with with uh, Hanley from um, from Muncher Connacht. Shane Hanley. Shane Hanley believes that that you know county material and and at junior level match winning material on his own probably one of the best footballers in it. Like and he's only back a couple of weeks. And Muncher Connacht beaten Killing Care neighbours, beaten Mount Nugent neighbours. I mean Nugent would traditionally have the upper hand there. There's, there's <sighs> big shot there. Well, they would. Well, they have in the last few years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Beat them all last year, no? Yeah, like that. That's what I say. Like you'd expect that. That you know, we both. I think we both predicted Mount Nugent to win that that mm. quarter final. Yeah. So there's something happening in Munster Connacht that we're not fully aware of. Of and and well, they've just they've a lot of good young lads there. Like if you take it to full yeah. back there, um, Tiernan Riley, very good, really good football, really yeah. good player. You've got the Hanley who you're talking about, the two Hendricks brothers, you know, the two Fadojus. Like the, there's lots of good young talent there that that probably they haven't got the credit to deserve, and they were very close in a lot of games in the group. Like, yeah. like it was a miracle that Shannon Gales managed to beat them, and mm. 
was it an upright game like they should have got a draw out of it to miss a late penalty so they were unlucky and then they, then they clicked and for the record the, the team that Killing Care put out uh, on Sunday against Upbride won't be that terribly different to the team that Upbride or that, that uh, sorry not Upbride not much Connacht beat by 15 odd points that's right whatever it was yeah. it, won't, it won't be that different where Did, was that game can you remember oh Jesus no, I can't remember I have you have you knocked out? Um, I'll look back over because do you know what? I think I, it might. I think it was in. Was it in um, Barry James stuff? Maybe it was in Dolan Park. All oh, right, yeah, it was in Virginia. Yeah, so not not a small pitch, but not Kingspan Breffney. and uh, Virginia's a tight pitch for a new pitch. It's quite small. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I, I wouldn't. Have, well, I suppose I was playing an in-house game with Mullerhorn on it and I found a very big deal last, <laughs> last weekend. I thought it was huge. Um, but it, it's my my point being, though, that what Killing Care do possess is a lot of speed and speed thrives in open spaces and and there's no pitch has more open spaces than Kingspan, Breffney and Cavan. And that should be enough. But on the other side of it, they've got to take those chances. You know, Killing Care can't afford to be relying on lucky goals to be coming through here. Like, look, everybody knows the quality of player is there in Killing Care to be operating at a far higher level, but they have to go out and do it, you know. Mm. Being expected to win and winning are two different things. It's, it's got to come from the same process in them. And, and if the lads are thinking about a final or thinking about getting up and playing Division 1 or thinking about anything other than beating Munch or Connacht, Munch or Connacht could win this game. Yeah. There's, no, there's absolutely no doubt uh, about there won't be, it. There won't be much in this game. No, it will. It'll be tight and it'll come down to the last 10 minutes and that's where Killing Care's nerve, you'd imagine, or from being in these situations a lot of times before, be it junior semi-finals last year, intermediate semi-finals in the past couple of years, that they should have the ability to realise, okay, we've been here before, let's get through it. Like, beat Lara by a point, I think, in the semi-final that we played them on, maybe two points. Very, very close game. So, they're, you know, You'd hope that that experience will be enough to get them over the line, but then cut it torn the other way, cut it torn into nerves that oh jeepers were, it's Munster Connacht and we should be beating these. Well, it's only a point or two in it, and it it could turn into a negative. They they've got to deal with that well, pressure. I don't, you know that that this thing that they should be beating them well. I I don't know about that. Like like Munster Connacht didn't get the credit to deserve for that win over Killing Care because people just presume Killing Care put out a, a dud a dud team yeah. and they didn't. Yeah. They, they left. They left off Peter McCabe and Paul Brady that day, but like the players who were bringing in for them, a couple of the Sexons and lads like that. Yeah, um, they were bringing in quality players. Like the the, the entire they, they changed the keeper, did they? But the entire defense was the same. Okay. Um. So you had and they brought on. I think they brought on Kevin McCabe. Like they weren't. It wasn't a weak team at all. Yeah. Much Kevin McCabe coming them. back into that team should be a big help. Yeah. You know, oh, it will be. Yeah. He's he's almost the the spiritual leader of the group. So. We'll have to we'll have to just watch that one. For me, it's it's a vote for killing care, but you know they just want to be very very careful on this one. So I'll 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 go for killing care, but um, I'd I'd love to be getting to that one. Unfortunately, I don't think I'm going to make it with with uh, other commitments with Mullahorn. Unfortunately, um, the second semi final then is between Shannon Gales and Templeport Sunday three o'clock Kingspan Breffney. Mickey Lee's the referee on this one. What's your thoughts? Well. You wouldn't listen to me all all championship. I've been talking about Shannon Gales. I, I said I, I fancy Shannon Gales to get to a championship final. I know the draw possibly has fallen their way um, with the so-called big three uh, sort of cannibalising themselves. But 
I, I fancy Shannon Gales. Even though Tampa Port, have, we're talking about their brilliant forward line, and it is brilliant, I fancy Shannon Gales to get to this final. Right, right. It's you 30 know. years since they won the Junior <laughs> Championship, 1989, and, and I think that I just think that, that they're playing with the hand of fate on their shoulder this year. Well, if that's the same case, then it is 50 years since Munchuk Connacht. Did they win it in 69? Or did, were they, was the inception of the club 69? I know there's yeah, an anniversary Yeah, up. that could have been it, yeah. Maybe maybe the one the junior I can't I can't remember now. I must look that up as well. But you talk about fate, maybe maybe the, the gods are lining up for a bunch of Connacht Shannon Gales final. Um but I didn't realise on Templeport's end, and this was even before quarter final, Owen McCaffrey was out injured. He picked up a a, a head injury and a and a concussion. And um now possibly possibly could be back for this game, but but maybe not. Um they lost. They lost. Was it Owen Doonan as well in the quarter final? Right. Through injury, so they're they're big big blows. But then they have Benjamin Kelly back playing very well. Dylan Raythorn back in causing huge problems in that forward line as well. So there's there's a lot of a a, a, a listener to the podcast texts me before the quarter final saying Templeport could win this this junior championship and I was kind of going no I think you're I think you're off a wee bit so I started to dig in and do a wee bit of homework and the more homework I've done the more I believe Templeport won't be far away you know there you go well uh, they won't be far away they, they definitely won't be far away but I just have a feeling in my water that, that Shannon Gales are, are going to win this one so so this is, we're, sp- we're split on this this then. is yeah this this is an opportunity for me to, to go and grab a point back on, on, on the trail here for those that that maybe aren't regular listeners to the diehards I'm 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 I've fallen well behind. You're nine points behind. Nine points behind, and I'm I'm and I'm gone for the same results in the first two predictions of this week. So I'm going to go for Templeport on this one because I think that they might just get over the line on 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 Sunday against Shannon Gills. But that'll be a cracking game. That that's a three o'clock throw in in Kingspan Breffney. Um, so that brings us, folks, to the end of the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast. I think, Paul. Any other business? No other business demo. So uh, head on over to patreon.com forward slash we are Kevin if you want to get the senior predictions. Uh, that's the diehards service. Thanks again for listening to the McAvoy's Super Value podcast. And don't forget to follow McAvoy's Super Value on Facebook uh, where you can get updates on all of their weekly offers. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great. Yes, it was great stuff. And Larry has put it over the bar. It was hard, fast football after that. You're in Kevin, was there a feeling that that might have been a chance for Kevin to get come back into the big time? And then McCabe and it's over the lap and Kevin are not buried yet. Have them doing all they could to hold their lead. To Derek McDonough, what a goal! Oh yes! And over the bar, Vincent Cahill, what a day he is having! Oh, this is brilliant by Kevin! Dandy-legged farmers walking the roads near Virginia. Hurrah, yeah, hurrah!